0: Hi, this is
1: Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne.
0: We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go.
2: We are the Satellite Sisters. Happy to be with you here this Saturday morning, Saturday, September 14th. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. Uh, I would like, you know, good news, sisters. Just want to tell you, this is literally the words from my um, horoscope this morning. Uh It says, tonight You are the party. So I just, I don't know what's going to happen. You got any plans? I do now. I am the party. I am the party. Liz Liz Dolan in Santa Monica, California. Liz, are you the party? That is
0: really a lot of pressure to be the party. I I feel like I contribute to any party, but to actually be the party, Leanne, good luck. Good luck (laughs) with that.
2: And always the party, Julie Dolan,
1: there in Dallas, Texas. Yes, sirree. Um, Yes, it's a big day here. You know, we have the big game going on here. Texas A&M versus Alabama. College. Oh, t- oh I was not aware of that. That is, this is it. This is the big game. So it's kind of a ghost town here today because everybody's in College Station or huddled up around their TVs. So there you have it because Johnny Football's playing. <laughs> <laughs> and who's that? Kid. That, that That's really his nickname, Johnny Football. All right. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well done, Julie. You, Julie, you're the football party. You're the tailgate party today. You're bringing up the tailgating for us. Okay, first, I know we have like a lot of actual news. Julie, the request for you to comment on Putin, you know, through the roof. Uh, Liz, you're summiteering again. I am. exciting. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a yeah. while since you've been on the summit. It's social. intimidating.
0: It's, yeah. sorry, it's even harder than being a party. I'll tell you all about it.
2: That is my dog in the background. Uh, just FYI. That's all I can say. Um, but first, I want to do a follow up on the Chicos spectacular last week. We got a lot of positive response from Chicos. Uh, fans, Satellite Sisters fans love the Chicos. But girls, I went in this week. I told Thank you, you I needed, I needed some nonstop sparkle. And <laughs> <laughs> if you're
0: going to be the party, you bet you do.
2: I achieved it. I went in. i I saw, I saw those purple sparkly necklaces and and, I, and bracelets in the uh, in the catalog. I went right in, and it was one of those days at Chico's where things are free. You know, when they have so many coupons working.
1: Yeah, with your passport, with your global passport yes. that they where they track things, and you have all kinds of bonuses. And uh, yeah, good. So you got some free sparkle. They were practically, yeah, they were practically giving me
2: money as I walked out the door. So I got some great, I got, went with the, re- the really statement bracelets. So I didn't get the necklace, didn't quite work for me, but the statement bracelets. So I'm just saying, watch out, okay? Because I am, I'm nonstop sparkling now. So
0: <laughs> nice. Are we going to get a photo of this on the uh, Satellite Scissors Facebook group that when you, when you're sporting your sparkle?
2: You know, I try. Had a speaking engagement this week, so I have a new purple shirt, and now the nonstop sparkle. And I tried to take a selfie, and it was just so sad. I can't even describe, like holding up my wrist, me in the purple shirt. So I'll try again because I have like 150 speaking engagements in the next week, month, and a half. So okay, good. um,
0: So we'll get at least one
2: photo at some point. All right, Julie. The news of the week, though. Your man Vladimir Putin.
1: Vladimir Putin, Putin the peacemaker. Can you believe this? (laughs) Can you? believe this?
0: Can you uh, believe it, Julie? I mean, you feel very close to Vladimir Putin having uh, lived in Moscow for so many years.
1: I, I mean, it is amazing. Here he is. He is just totally relishing this role. I mean, obviously, you know, he he put forward this attractive proposal that our president jumped on. And so now, all of a sudden, do you know that there's a pro-Kremlin group in Moscow that has nominated him for the Nobel Peace Prize? <laughs> Nobel Peace Prize. Okay, this is a man who's supplying weapons to Assad in Syria, who has jailed all of his um, political opponents Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. languishing in jail. There's no freedom of press there. But yet he's in the New York Times op-ed talking about democracy and everything like that and I don't think Putin realizes this. He's also made the cover of Time Magazine, and I think he thinks it's a big deal, but seeing Time Magazine doesn't really <laughs> exist anymore. But anyway, he's on the cover of the magazine. You know, this is it that he now believes that, you know, they've brokered a deal as of this morning. Um, uh, our uh, Secretary of State Kerry and um, the Foreign Minister Lazarov of, of, of Russia. They brokered a six point deal that's going to include UN weapon inspectors that are going to go into Syria and count up and find and track the, you know, they think that there's a thousand metric tons of chemical weapons um, in Syria. Wow. That uh, that that's that somehow that's gonna get done. Okay, I have a little analogy. Like maybe, but <laughs> Syria and the and the chemical weapons. But let me explain this in very simple terms. When I moved to Russia, I had a machine in my house that um, was supposed to be a washer and a dryer, all in <laughs> one- <laughs> all in
0: one. I recall seeing that contraption.
1: Seeing this, and I said at the time, really. Really? One machine does all of that? That doesn't seem possible. That doesn't seem believable. Everyone in Russia was like, oh yes, this works, this works. And so you put your laundry in this machine, and there's sudsing, there's action, and then three hours later, allegedly, your clothes are both clean and dried, okay? This is what's supposed to happen in your Russian washing machine. Okay, so let me just tell you, girls, they were never clean and they were never clean. <laughs> so that's kind of how I feel about this Russian proposal here, that mm-hmm. somehow U.N. inspectors are going to go in and find all these chemical weapons, uh, destroy them, and somehow Assad, who is this terrible, brutal dictator – was you know murdered over a hundred thousand of his own people is you know everything's going to work out. It's like the Russian washing machine. It's just not. <laughs> happening. I, and I think if I showed that to Senator Kerry or or to President Obama, like if you just see this is how they think you do laundry, <laughs> you that, that they are never ever going to be good at chemical chemical <laughs> weapons collection and inspection. You know, on a serious note. Um, you know, when we had this same system under Saddam Hussein from 1991 to 2003, you know, the U.N. weapon inspectors were going into Iraq to find all the chemical weapons. And and for for that period of time, it was this whole, you know, charade going on every time the U.N. inspectors came, the chemical weapons were moved somewhere else that, you know, then they couldn't find any. But I've visited a number of vi- villages in northern Iraq that where everyone in these villages, these Kurdish villages, were, were, were murdered by Saddam Hussein using chemical weapons. That they were, that everyone, every child, every grandparent, everyone was killed. And then Saddam, to make sure that the Kurds never returned to these villages, he poisoned the well water to make sure that they would never come back. I mean that, so when you talk about dictators that use chemical weapons and what, you know, how they, you know, think about human life and what they're willing to do and not do. I mean, I, I just...
0: Right. Assad seems like he's the same model. Right. He's on the Saddam Hussein model.
1: Exactly. But and for, that...
0: uh, yeah, for Putin, the peacemaker, I, I, I got to say, I mean, I know it's not funny, but the on the Daily Show the other night, when when you talk about, like, Putin being on the cover of Time magazine now, yeah. uh, Jon Stewart had all of these photos of him and... um described him as a man with a um, shirt allergy because <laughs> yeah. they, they rounded up all the topless photos of Vladimir Putin. And when you think about like the image makeover that he is experiencing this week, all of a sudden Putin, the peacemaker is a, a phrase on people's lips. It kind of reminds me of the image makeover that we've gone through with Mike Tyson, where people seem Willing to forget that Mike Tyson is a convicted rapist and totally open to just, oh, he's the entertaining guy in the Hangover movies. You know, the fact that the fact that people are willing to, like, forget all of the information we have about this person already and go go with the new point of view. It is really kind of amazing how quickly that can happen.
1: Yeah. And that just in one week where, you know, I mean, we you know, President um, Obama had canceled plans to meet with um, Putin you know, over the um, whole NSA Snowden leaker situation, Um, you know, and now all of a sudden they are, you know, they're embracing it, they're best friends. But I think sadly, the real losers here are the Syrian people, because I don't think we're going to, you know, there's, you know, I, I think that what's going to happen as we go forward is we can just look to history, what happened in Iraq, that we're going to have some long extracted period of time where, you know, where they're, you know, where more people, more innocent people are going to die because mm-hmm. of it. So mm-hmm. that's uh, that's my story. But just remember, it's all about the washing machine. Right? Okay. It's the same. Maybe that's
0: why he has a shirt allergy because his, shir- his shirts are never clean or dry. There,
1: there's ne- they're never clean or dry. So that must be it.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> Well, speaking about themes we've been working on for a long time, you know, uh, among the Satellite Sisters, I am the one who has spent the most time attending summits of all kinds,
1: right? I'm a summiteer.
0: I'm a summiteer. I enjoy being invited to things where people sit around in a room for a couple of days and think about things and talk about things and, you know, just enjoy each other's think tanky company. Well, I think I might have... Reached too high this time, I think I might have gotten myself like involved in a uh, in a summit that is out of my league. I leave tomorrow morning to go to the annual meeting that Google calls the google zeitgeist right Ooh. so this this is this thing they do uh, it 's in the desert in arizona it 's inviting all of these people in and there are all of these themes the uh, the theme this year is about being curious, which okay, good. And uh but it's speakers like Malcolm Gladwell is a speaker. Oh Julie, your friend Larry Summers, who you really don't like at all, he will <laughs> he will be a
1: speaker. Uh Rights, right, no doubt. Right? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. The, you know, there are, there are meetings called like, imagine a better world moments that inspire dare to challenge. I looked at the people speaking on the dare to challenge panel. I didn't know any of them. So they must all be like really cool, like way cooler <laughs> than me. Um, <laughs> I do know a few people that are going to be there. Sylvia Earle, who uh, is a National Geographic explorer, who does a lot of work in the oceans. She will be there speaking. Maria Idol, if you know, if you've ever seen any of the online videos or work done under the banner of the girl effect to oh, like, okay. he- help girls right. in the third world. That's all created by the Nike Foundation. And uh, Maria is president of the Nike Foundation. So she's a speaker. And then a couple of other people, like Reed Hastings, the CEO of Netflix. So, you know, so it's people like that. It's, you know, it's people like that.
1: It, people, Liz, I mean, again, they accept, you applied, they accepted you. <laughs> I think you are funny. Well,
0: sunny. you have to actually get invited. So All I just right. I just kind of heard about it and worked a couple of sources, googly sources, and managed to talk my way into this thing.
1: And now I'm regretting it a little bit, Julie. I'm re- no, Okay. So Liz, it's the imposter syndrome. You're, you're qualified. It's like when you get into college, no one ever thinks they're, they're good enough to the, go to the college they get into. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I think, Liz, you're fine. You're fine. You're going to be great.
0: I think I'm going to position myself not so much as just a marketeer, like which is my day job. I think maybe I'm going to go under the banner of Podcast Pioneer. Yes. How, how do yes, you feel about that? Because
2: when I have, that's in my bio. I think you made me put that in and people yeah. are like, ooh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it feels more digital. And among the digerati here, I'm going to need some digital cred, which clearly I don't have enough of because I spent half an hour this morning downloading the mobile app that they send you that is like the agenda and the list of attendees. So they just assume it's going to be like on your phone so you and
1: you any pieces of paper? Oh, no. I'm sure there's not a
0: single piece of paper in the whole meeting, Julie. <laughs> we'll, we'll see about this. Well, first of all, they send you the link to the, um, to the whole agenda, to the mobile app, and it's, you can download it to either your Android device, which, of course, is them, or your iPhone. Um, but if, for work, of course, I have a BlackBerry. So I am so uncool that they don't even send the agenda in, <laughs> in a format that I can download to to my work mobile device. Okay. Luckily, I have a life and in my life, I have an iPhone, of course. <laughs> and uh so it it took me like really 30 minutes this morning to figure out how to get the the mobile app from my work email onto my personal <laughs> iPhone.
1: Yeah. So, so I, yeah I, I think did... that's their failure. I think that's fa- that, that's user failure on their part that they haven't made it Easy enough for the um, for the participants, Liz. I think well, you should push right back on them.
0: Okay, I'm, that's good, Julie. Thank you. Because I was thinking more like, I can't even take out my BlackBerry at this thing. Like if they see that I have a maybe maybe you get thrown out immediately if you have a BlackBerry because <laughs> that's that's so uncool. Well, um, you're not going
1: to get a tote bag. It doesn't sound like <laughs>
0: <either>. <laughs>
1: Oh, you know what I am getting.
0: This is the best part. I totally forgot to mention this. So there was a last minute email that came out last week that for a select number of people that sent it your name really quickly you would get to drive the google driverless car oh my so, god so tomorrow at four o'clock i have an appointment to drive the driverless car and i'm not sure like what it would really it's you're not really driving it i'm not sure what the verb should be like i can't, I can't wait like what do you do if the car is doing all the driving
2: Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Oh, I, I hope someone can take a video of you, th- and I, you won't be me. able to post it, I'm sure, but because <laughs> we don't know how. But I should be able to
0: get some kind of video on that on my iPhone, and then um, I'm sure there are plenty of like hot and cold running interns at something like that that can figure <laughs> out how I can send it to you guys. So I'm driving the driverless car. Um, I'm finally reading the agenda and the attendees list, which is why, you know, I probably should have done that a couple of weeks ago. And I realized when I downloaded the mobile app this morning that on the mobile app, there's a message board that we all the attendees, the zeitgeisters, apparently we're supposed to have been talking to each other on the message board for weeks, getting ready to the talking to each other. We're going to be doing when we're actually at the meeting. Yeah. So there's sure. yeah, sure why not cuz in my spare time that's what I want to be doing. So the uh but so they've been posting these provocative questions uh-huh. uh on the mobile app um and uh people are weighing in or supposed to weigh in. So I thought I'd ask you guys so I but like so I can give me some answers for one of these. Um the first one is offer one big prediction for the rest of 2013. Other than, should I go with Nobel Peace Prize for Vladimir Putin? You think <laughs> yeah, that would be the yeah.
1: one? I think you got to put that up there. <laughs> okay.
0: The um. Okay, how about this one? Tell us your most intriguing thought for 2014.
2: I'm the party. That's my motto. <laughs> <at. laughs> tonight, I'm the party. Okay, so nonstop sparkle. It's the year of nonstop sparkle. Nonstop <laughs> sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna dazzle. You're gonna she dazzle all weekend. <laughs>
1: Nobody else is gonna say that, Liz. So
0: Malcolm I'm- Gladwell is not gonna say that. There's no way Malcolm Gladwell or Larry Summers is gonna be talking about nonstop sparkle. But
1: that's that's why it's gonna stand out, Liz. It's <laughs> yeah. Leopard is a solid. Go with that one. <laughs> that, that's good for a whole nother year. Yeah.
2: okay,
0: well I'll um I'll have a complete report on uh on next week's show. But um, that's where I'm going to be for a couple of days this week, and uh, should be very stimulating. I'm actually, I'm actually very excited to just to uh, you know to really step away from real life and see what the rest of these people are thinking about. The people that are not podcast pioneers <laughs> using Skype, like maybe they can help troubleshoot some of our technical problems.
2: <laughs> like, why was last week's audio so bad? Can
1: anyone here help me? <laughs> why can't our sister Sheila get on Skype? <laughs> What's up with that? And how come I can't I am Liam. Yeah, right. When
2: my Skype crashed and I lost the file. Yes. Okay. Um, see if you can get some answers to those questions. <laughs> Ask that guy from Netflix. Okay. Okay. Reed
0: Hastings, could you come over here and just take a look at my desktop for a second? Like, am oh. I supposed to click or unclick this in order for Puffy Letters, my sister Puffy Letters, to be, to be able to ring in to Skype with me?
2: Okay. Thanks, Reed. Liz, the only downside of that is it appears that you're going to miss the network TV debut of Sleepy Hollow, which is so exciting. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support satellite sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, Free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code Sisters to choose your free for a year offer, plus get twenty dollars off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Oh, is your family it. psyched
0: about that? I've yeah. seen the first episode. And I think your family will really like this show, Leanne.
2: It's, I think we're gonna like it too. It's so super fun. And the cast yeah. is fantastic. It looks it, it looks like it has it all, like, yeah. just to the verge of absurdity. So yeah. we're totally on board with Sleepy Hollow. But speaking of things that drive themselves, I have exciting high-tech news from the world of grocery stores, you know, where I spend most of my time. <laughs> well, you're summiting. Even if there
1: was a summit of grocery store aficionados, you'd be there. You'd be the keynote speaker, Liam, mm-hmm. no doubt. Thank you. So
2: this was from the L.A. Times last week. The headline was grocery stores adding tech features to stay competitive. Well, of course, that's a front page story for me. So I read that and they did have some interesting things to say just in general about the grocery store business. And as you may or may not know, the margins in grocery stores are tiny, tiny, tiny like tiny margins. And so they have done virtually nothing to upgrade like their technology at all since the seventies. That's when they introduced the bar (laughs) code. Oh really? That was the last
0: big breakthrough. That was it.
2: But they are about to sink like millions and millions of dollars into high tech stuff. So this is what's on the future for grocery shoppers. And it's exciting for me. Okay. Uh, First of all, they're going to be able to figure out how many people are in line using infrared scanners. <laughs> really? They can't, they can't just do a head count? I, like, I don't understand, Liz. Right. It's like you haven't spent any money in decades. And how about just hiring a few more checkers? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, just, I mean, some I, of these solutions are people,
0: Yeah. not, not technology. Uh,
1: I, yeah. think they, I think that's going to melt my Weight Watchers giant fudge pop. Scene. <laughs> I am standing in line and there's some infrared scanner. They're going to be melted before I check out. Okay. Here, here's some other things
2: they want to do. First of all, this is not good news for a claustrophobic like myself. Uh, a British grocery store chain recently introduced a checkout scanning tunnel. So, oh, oh, oh good news. I don't have to get in the tunnel. Okay. You just, they, place like you're all your items on a conveyor belt and it's a 360 degree laser scanner and so you get to check out 30 percent faster oh that's fantastic okay <laughs> I, okay some other exciting things coming along um of course uh those millennials uh they they are taking over everything aren't they and so grocery stores are trying to woo them and this has been uh, a personal observation of mine for the last couple years that grocery stores no longer care about me leon dolan but they <laughs> (laughs) I do care about people coming in and buying four items. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I have a a cart full of, you know, hundreds of dollars worth of grocery items, and I'm stuck in the one line without the infrared scanner. Whereas, oh, look, you're a millennial buying one thing of olive oil that took you 12 minutes to pick out while you cluttered up the aisles. No, you go right ahead, (laughs) millennial.
0: I thought millennials grew all their own food. I thought that was their thing.
2: Well, Liz, that's right. The few things that they actually buy in a store and they don't grow on their rooftop, Uh uh, they get their own lines for that. But of course, they're going to use smartphones where you can actually like scan as you go down the aisle. So by the time you get to the grocery store checkout, it's all there. All you have to do is pay and you can actually use like fingerprint technology to pay. What do you think about that? Do you have money
1: in your fingers?
2: Is that <laughs> I, <laughs> Julie, I don't know. I don't even know my Apple ID. I've been shut out of my, oh. my own phone for years. Well, what,
1: i This just going to take that up at her summit. <laughs> yes.
2: I'm adding that to my list, Leanne. I'm
0: just going to ask everyone I meet, what is Leanne's Apple ID? Can you help me with that? I know I mean- you're Google, not Apple, but you know you people all know each other.
2: I'm in an endless loop of, please change your password. I change it. Please change your password. I change it. Please change your password. I don't understand. (laughs) Okay. How about this? This could only go over in uh, Asia. This sounds so Asian, but this is the futuristic home plus market in Seoul. There's no food in the actual virtual grocery store, only interactive walls around the station that display photos of food. And then you can... Buy products by photographing the codes on the image and pay through the phone. And then Tesco delivers your purchases during the day to your apartment.
0: Oh. (laughs) Okay, so you go to the grocery store with no groceries.
1: Right. And you snap pictures. And and you come out with no groceries. (laughs) And you come out with no groceries. (laughs) And someone brings them to your door. But then you get to eat the grapes before you pay (laughs) them. No, Julie. (laughs) Break into the bag of nuts once you're in the car, you know? It just feels
0: like there are a lot of people devoting a lot of time to making sure we have to use our phones for absolutely everything in our lives. Right. Right.
1: Right. Yes,
2: Liz. Okay. And here's, there's one more, but this sounds kind of cool to me. Okay. Uh, Again, more with the smartphone, but they also, they take it one step further. And it reminds me of the Google self-driving car. Here you go. The smarter cart. It's a grocery cart equipped with a tablet. A tablet and Microsoft's Connect device, and it actually follows you around the grocery store. <laughs> so.
1: I like that, Lynn. I like that, like a little bird so. following. It. <laughs> yes. So you
2: don't, and if you want, you know, if you put in your tablet, oh, okay, you transfer your grocery list to the tablet. Oh, I need the gluten-free pasta. If you walk past the pasta, the cart goes, no, 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 no pasta here, pasta or something. I don't, <laughs> I don't know how it
0: alerts you. That would be fun if it really had a personality like that. Hey, basta here, basta here.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: wow. Ooh. The
2: There's just a lot to look forward to, but they do make the point in the article, and I would say, uh, say this is true, the fresh and easy chain, which was supposed to sort of revolutionize grocery shopping in big cities. This is this British chain that came in, and it was kind of like a grocery store slash deli, a lot of prepared food, and it was the first place I saw here that had the, you know, self-check. Things at the end. Well, the, well, it was almost too high tech. There was no one actually working in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And customers in America didn't like it. And so the chain's been a big bust and it actually just resold this week. But that was the problem. It was like too, they, people need human contact. You need to talk to the produce guy occasionally. Mm-hmm. I enjoy once I get through the infrared scanning, talking to the checkout ladies. One of them just told me a great recipe yesterday for tapioca pudding. For, you knew. <laughs>
0: Sounds like you could be slowing down that line with all that chitchat, though, Lynn. Yeah, Those I, millennials I, behind you are not going to put up with that.
2: I don't care. Talking? I don't, no. I don't care. They get all <laughs> the self-checkouts. <laughs> well, it's interesting. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm-hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz, my hair from Prose is getting great reviews.
0: Leon, I am not surprised. You have been on that Prose hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you
2: have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, Prose is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And prose is spelled P-R-O-S-E, Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, Prose. Thank you. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because, because there are just so it, many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. Raise this
0: issue about all the technology because I really came to the conclusion this week that I'm almost getting too much customer service now. But the totally wrong kind. Have you noticed that you can't do anything anymore, any kind of transaction anywhere, whether it's your auto dealer or an airline or a movie theater, where like within moments of doing the transaction, you don't get an email follow up asking you to fill out the customer service survey. Do you, are you finding that in your life? Like stop with the surveys again, hire some people. And then we're all going to be happier if there were like more jobs for more people helping us do these things when we're doing the transactions. But the the last, a couple of weeks ago, I went to the theater and okay. I appreciate the technology on the front end, the Mark Taper Theater downtown here. Part of their new um, text messaging system is that they actually send you a reminder that you have theater tickets for tomorrow night, which I find hugely useful. Yeah. Because I know I'm not the only one of the three of us that has missed nights. When you have a theater subscription, you just forget what night you're supposed to go.
2: Right. And then so all you get a- the tickets like eight months in advance, right. and it says like play three on them. Yes. So You don't even really know what the play is. Yes. yes.
1: Lost the tickets. You yes. buried them somewhere in your desk. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <literally. laughs> Mm -hmm.
0: So thank you, Mark Taper, for reminding me that I have theater tickets for tomorrow night. But then when I went, I wasn't even home yet. So Saturday night, 11 p.m., like on my way home, I get the customer service survey, from like how did you enjoy the theater did you use any of our local restaurants was the parking garage okay for you it's like really you can't just give me like 24 (laughs) hours to think about the artistic experience a little bit to just like let it settle on me well that was nice I'm glad I went to the theater that was very entertaining real people on a real stage with real entertainment no the immediate digital follow up I I just think there's too much I just want to like I appreciate what they're trying to do but they just need to let you actually have the experience a little bit before they hound you.
1: They <laughs> hound, hound you to tell them how they can be better. It's not my job to figure that out for you. Okay? I agree, Liz. But sometimes it's the experience itself doesn't really warrant a, a big analysis. For yes. example, I, re- I received a phone call from Orkin Pest Control because I have a contract <laughs> with Orkin Pest to uh, spray my house. Uh, cause, you know, I live in Texas and we have some Texas sized bugs here. And, but this was, um, a telephone survey, recorded telephone survey. They wanted to know what the experience was like for me to have the Orkin professional in my house spraying for the bugs. Uh uh-huh. And, you know, I, I my, I just don't want to see any bugs. I, I, don't right. I really, it, it grosses really, me out. Was
2: that one of the choices? <laughs> I, I,
1: just, I mean, maybe I should think more deeply about my Orkin experience, but maybe I don't want to. You know? right. that's. And then I feel very badly. I feel guilty hanging up on the recording. I mean, I just thought uh, it seems rude to me to do that. Of course, I did that, but I feel guilty that I was so rude. You do <laughs> on a recording?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so you. Yeah, that's so you, to feel guilty about hanging up on a recording. <laughs> that's good, Julie. That's, you know, but you're a better person than I am. I, I That that does not inspire any, any guilt to me at all. Anyway, so just- Yeah, it is, like, and
2: I, yeah, I just ordered a couple of pairs of shorts for my son through com, and they kind of sucked me in, like, it'll only take a few minutes. And then it was like, right, comparing on a scale of one to a thousand, you know. <laughs> I mean, I was so many questions about going on, finding two pairs of shorts and a size 32 waist, ordering them. The whole transaction took me five minutes. It wasn't something I was going to think about for a long time. It worked. It was fine. But I didn't. I I just did not have the patience for the survey, and I don't feel guilty at all.
0: <laughs> so. I mean, I enjoy what technology does for us, and goodness knows I do use my iPhone for almost everything in my life. So it's not I'm not saying I don't. I don't want you to think I'm some kind of luddite. I just don't need to be hounded by the people that I'm in business with all the time about how I feel about it. You know, <laughs> that's just me. Okay, okay I was going
2: to put a survey on the satellite system. Sorry, but
0: never mind. <laughs> No way no I
2: way. can tell you how I feel about satellite sisters best <laughs> podcast
0: ever aren't oh, they know. aren't they those podcast pioneers I heard about a Google zeitgeist I think so
1: I hope you have some business cards oh, they probably don't even use business cards at the Google um, oh my
0: God Julie oh I didn't even think of that you're right. I pod- probably have to have something I just zap to people.
1: Oh, yes, man. that says podcast pioneer yeah, on you, yeah. uh, you Work it up quick. Okay. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as we're talking about communication, I, I do, I do have, um, uh, a, a sort of a com- communication dilemma that I wanted to ask your opinion about. And this, this is mother son communication. Uh, you know, I just, I have this sense. Well, I, from my own experience, I've been talking with other mothers. It seems like mother daughter communications. Uh, is it, sort of a richer, fuller experience than I'm getting on the, on the mother-son experience. I mean, I, my friends that have daughters, you know, they're, they're telling me their daughters are calling them, they're texting them, they're Facebooking them, they, you know, they're constantly in contact. I, um, I, w- I wrote a long email to my son in, um, Brooklyn this week, um, because I'm considering going up to that area. And I'm going to tie it together. I might, might go to my high school reunion. And I wrote him my, my email about, like, the dates that I could possibly come up. And, um, you know, this is what I was going to try to do. And I know that they're busy, but I wanted to see if I could, you know, ha- you know, spend the night and have dinner with them. And I got an email back from my son. It was nine words. I wrote him, like, four paragraphs. <laughs> he wrote, Dear Mom, actually... September twenty sixth would be perfect. Love will. That was the whole meeting. <laughs> well,
0: you uh, got I, you got the answer you wanted, right? What more do you want from him? You you were trying to nail down a date. Well, what I
1: know, but what does actually? Why did he include the word actually? <laughs> and why? Why is it perfect? Is there something going on in his life that he hasn't shared with me as his mother? And why well, is-
2: apparently on the 25th and the 27th, there is something going on in his life. So actually, the 26th is great.
0: Wide open. Be the party, Julie. Just go there on the 26th and be the party.
1: So I could not uh- I mean, I shouldn't, da- I should just accept this, that this. this so you're is-
0: thinking if you had a daughter that you sent the same communication to, you would get some super chatty, informative, oh yeah, you know, the 26th works not great because on the 25th we're doing this, on the 27th we're doing that, but on the 26th we could do this and that, and that's what you really want from yes, your son. That,
1: well, that's sort of what I—that's sort of what I was hoping for. I was thrilled with this, though. Yes. All nine words—it was really thrilling. <laughs> yeah. See, here's the thing: I
2: think that conversation that Liz just described is what he had with his wife.
1: Yeah. Okay. They—they
2: yeah. they had that conversation. So what you get is the follow-up. Twenty-six <laughs> is good. You know, I. I yeah. I, having observed my own husband and his communication style, like we have long, drawn-out conversations, and I'm guessing he's not then relaying to his mother. -hmm. (laughs) So it's just me. That's that. No, I think it's. I think it's men. I think you know. I. I, I, You're right. I don't. I. I think nine words is good. First of all, dear mom, that's nice. (laughs) That is. That is. That was very. And love, will. That's nice too. I thought very nice too.
0: Yeah, he took time out of his nine words. Four of those words are purely emotional and not transactional.
1: That's true. Okay, I feel much better about that.
2: That's almost half of all the words, Julie. And you're going to see him on the 26th, and you can catch up then. Believe me, I know that's where I'm headed, so don't worry. I, yeah,
1: okay, I just, I, just uh, you know. Uh, I,
2: my generation of children won't even email because they won't check email. So that's, right, yeah, there, right. there will be no, I don't know, I guess, I don't know, maybe we'll just be driving our self driving golf grocery carts <laughs> and run into each other at the grocery store.
0: Now they'll be in the fast tunnel lane, which you're afraid to go in. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, I guess it's almost wrap up time here. Uh, Julia, oh, I just
2: wanted to mention a couple things. Speaking of millennials in Brooklyn, I had a long conversation with Hannah, uh, Kirshner who runs the website sweets and bitter and the quarterly magazine. And, um, she has been, uh, okay. So, sorry. Just <laughs> speaking of tech, just got a disturbing notice, but let's just keep talking. Okay. Uh, here we go. Um uh so Sorry. she's on
0: she's on the satellite sisters facebook group and she's been asking us to vote for her in this Martha Stewart contest right
2: Yes. And yes. so they have extended the voting. So if you're into it and you want, they're doing this, Martha Stewart is doing this American-made contest for all these different American-made products. And uh, Hannah doesn't understand why they're way behind this small ice cream uh, sandwich store <laughs> in, like, Annapolis, Maryland. But they are. So if you're so inclined, I'm going to repost the link on the Satellite Sisters Facebook page. We have nine more days to uh, to work we'll with put you Hannah over theirs. the top. Yes. Hey, as long as
0: we're talking about the Facebook group, can I thank you, Leanne, for the photo essay you did for my birthday? (laughs) (laughs) I know, baby witch. That was very unexpected that there was like an online effort uh, there. So I thank you for that. And... Um, the baby witch photo. For those of you who are just recently on the Satellite Sisters bandwagon and missed the the era of the Satellite Sisters intra-sister competitions that we used to do, there was a Halloween costume contest one year on Satellite Sisters, which I believe did I win that? Who won that? No, Julie, you won that.
1: I won that. Yes, but yes. I, it was a sympathy vote because I had sprained my ankles. So no, I, yeah. Yeah. bad looking witch with a sprained ankle. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: So we all had to be witches. And so we got five different takes on witches. And mine is still so creepy that even I can't stand to look at it. <laughs> so I was surprised, Liam, that you had that, that you're, that in whatever photo file you're maintaining over there in your iPhoto. <laughs> <laughs> that you could go deep into iPhoto and find Baby Witch. So if you haven't gone to, uh, oh, that's on the blog, right? So it's, it's on, on the blog. On, if there, you yeah, haven't gone to like- satellite sisters dot com, you should go there and uh, check out all the things that are going on just on the blog. It's different well, than what's the Facebook group. But there, there's Baby Witch front and center.
1: Okay, but the Leon, there's one other thing that we have to kind of announce this week because we're starting this week, right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> we, we we can't even believe it. But we yes. are
0: starting.
1: We're the midweek sisters, aren't we, Leanne? You and yes. I are going to do a, sh- a show midweek that we're going to post at Satellite Sisters. So if one show a week is not enough for you, guess what? Now there's going to be two. Leanne and I and special guests from time to time are, gonna, are, are going to, we're going to do a show every week. Right, Leanne? Exactly. So it's on Tuesdays that we're going to record the show.
2: Uh and um and uh it's a soft launch right now. <laughs> we're testing it I would say, especially because I just got a scary message that, oh, this isn't recording. Okay, glad you guys are (laughs) recording this show. Um, So it's a very soft launch in the beginning, but we're just, I'm wrapping up the Chaos Chronicles podcast and we're committing to one day a week. It will be Tuesdays and for right now, the delivery system will be just as you have it. So nothing will change if you get us via Stitcher, if you get us via iTunes, if you go to the website, those will all be happening. We hope to work in some guests and who knows what happens, but we're just committing to to two shows a week it's on my calendar it's on julie's calendar so we're going to go for it uh, we can't guarantee you'll get any of the other sisters so uh so really julie we could have some fun over there
0: <laughs> you are going to be the party i can tell i i can tell it's going to be a whole different take uh, but i like that that's a very exciting so we are effectively doubling the satellite sisters output just with, exactly with one move we're Doubling your satellite sisters. Exactly. That, well, that, that
1: is the podcast point. pioneers do Liz. I don't... Go to the next level. Let's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> do that. <laughs> okay. Okay. We're we should it. probably wrap up here.
2: You guys uh, just again. Now I'm a little panicked that the show didn't record, but I know you guys are recording. I'm recording background. on my end. So I fantastic. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks to everybody. Who's been, you know, Liz, you got a lot of nice birthday wishes. I did. Week. It was and really,
0: really nice. Thank yes. you.
2: That that in addition to being baby witch, you also got a lot of nice birthday wishes. Have a fan. I can't wait to hear about um, what is the next big thing for 2014. So keep keep your ears open at that (laughs) Google Summit. I'm hoping it's going to be podcasting. That's (laughs) 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 maybe they've just
0: decided all this other stuff is really a waste of time. That really let's find the podcast pioneers and the future of media is like poorly recorded things (laughs) over Skype.
2: (laughs) That could be the future. You never know. You never know. Yes. All right, Julie, I will talk to you on Tuesday. See you Tuesday. And don't forget, call your satellite sister.